Well, good morning. Good morning to those of you that are here and those that are watching and worshiping with us online this morning. Well, last week we looked at Exodus 12 and the Passover, and Daniel did an excellent job reminding us that while the blood of lambs calls death to pass over the Israelites' homes, then Jesus' blood that was shed on the cross causes those of us who profess faith in him to escape the sting of death today. And because it is a Sunday before Christmas, I thought it was fitting that we step out of the book of Exodus this morning and take time to celebrate the birth of Jesus, which is the good news of great joy for the world today. And this morning, we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. A very familiar passage to any of us who grew up watching a Charlie Brown's Christmas. Because in that show, of course, Charlie Brown's wrestling with the meaning of Christmas. And then Linus, he recites Luke's 2, 8 through 14. And every time I read it, even as Jenny was reading it, I hear Linus's voice. The, the voice of a child reading these beautiful verses. And so as we look at our passage this morning, I want us to consider two things. The first is that we see an unsettling encounter. And then secondly, we are reminded of an incredible message. Pray with me. Father, we're grateful this morning for good health. We're grateful this morning that we have a place that we can come inside out of the rain and worship. We're grateful that we have technology that allows our community that's at home to watch us and to worship with us. And we pray, Holy Spirit, this morning that you'd open our eyes and our ears to this very familiar passage. And you'd make it new and that you would have your way with us. And we pray in your powerful name. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, you can open, or if you have your bulletins, you can look there. And the first thing that I want us to consider is an unsettling encounter. Now, Luke begins our text telling us that in the fields on the outskirts of of Bethlehem, there were shepherds. And these shepherds were keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, in the ancient Near East, just as chickens and pigs are a staple here in North Carolina... Sheep were a staple in Israel. And as most of you know, sheep are not the smartest of animals. They are prone to wander off where they are defenseless against wolves and predators. And so shepherds had to keep an eye on the sheep at all times, both day and night. And Luke tells us that on this particular evening, a group of shepherds were out in the fields watching over their sheep. When completely out of the ordinary, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. Luke uses very precise language to describe this incredible scene. Telling us that the glory of the Lord shone around them. Which literally means the light of God's presence shined upon them. Now, about a month ago, when the tropical storm came through Greensboro, it knocked out all the power in Sunset Hills. 
where I live. And I can remember walking the dog and everything was just pitch black. There were no street lights. There were no house lights. Um, it was just dark as can be. And then every once in a while, a car would come by. And the, the, the beams of the light of that car would just literally light up the street and everything around me. It, it, the light pierced through the darkness. And similarly, in our text this morning, when the angel of the Lord appeared that night, the night literally became like day. God's presence shined upon them, lighting the external world around them. But as always the case, when we mortals are in the presence of the immortal, his light illuminates the good and bad in our own hearts. This is why Luke tells us that the shepherds were filled with great fear. The shepherds feared with great fear because the light of God shone around them and that this light shows every human what they are so reluctant to see. The reality of their own lives, the reality of their circumstances, the reality of the world around us. Paul says it this way in Ephesians 5.13. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. The shepherds expressed fear with great fear because God's God's light shone on their lives and they saw themselves as they really are in the face of a holy God. God's great light exposed everything hidden in their hearts. His light exposed the good in them, but it also exposed the things that these shepherds were struggling with. Things like pride and selfishness, greed and gluttony. And seeing all this so clearly and seeing the frailty of the world around them under a ruthless emperor. These shepherds. They fell on their knees before this angel. And I believe, though the text doesn't tell us this, I believe as they saw their own sin, that they in that moment Repented before God. And likewise for us, when we encounter the living God, not the God that we often try to shape into our own image or the God that the culture around us constructs. But when we encounter Yahweh, El Shaddai, God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And the God of the Holy Scriptures, we too see what is often Hidden in our own hearts. We see the good. And we also see the sin. In our lives. I know. During this pandemic. In my encounters with this holy God. He's exposed sin in my own heart. I've seen in new ways. How much my own happiness. Is directly connected. With being free to do what I want to do. And when I want to do it. I've also. Known since I was a young man that I had a a rebellious spirit and I struggle with authority. And this pandemic and being forced to wear masks and forced to do many other things has exposed how I often rebel against authority. Whether it's institutional authority, authority by the church or authority by an organization or the government. 
This pandemic has shown me that this struggle still exists in my heart. And my heart is rebellious. And like the shepherds, I can run away or I can bow and repent. And over these last few weeks, I feel like the Lord keeps telling me, Todd, you need to surrender to me. Stop fighting me and instead walk with me and in my ways. And my guess is that over these past eight months as we've entered this pandemic and as you too have encountered God, that his light has shone into your hearts. And the question for you this morning is, what have you seen? And have you chosen to turn away and run from his light? Or have you chosen to bow your heart to him and to walk in repentance before him? I hope our lives are marked by faith and repentance. Because the good news of our text this morning isn't only that God shines a light in our lives. The good news of our text this morning is that we have a Savior that when His holiness shines into our darkness and is exposed and exposes it, we have a Savior who forgives us. And so after, and as a part of this incredible encounter, there's an incredible message. And the incredible message of Christmas is that we can thrive in the midst of these encounters with God because He has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to pay for our sins so that all of us who profess faith in Him might be justified before Him. And through His power, we can walk with Him. Look at verses 10 through 12. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Interestingly, the angel of the Lord does not tell the shepherds that they aren't sinful. He doesn't excuse their sin. Nor does he tell them that the world around them isn't vulnerable. The angel of the Lord has stood in the presence of the holy God. He was there when Lucifer fell. The angel of the Lord was there when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and ushered in brokenness and death into our world. He knew what the light was exposing in their hearts was true. But he also knew something even greater. The angel of the Lord knew what John wrote in John Chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Listen to these beautiful words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. He says to the shepherds, fear not, because unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior 
who is Christ the Lord. God has not abandoned us. Out of his love and his grace, he sent his only son into the world. And Jesus, he lived a perfect life and he died a death he didn't deserve to die. So that any of us who profess faith in him. That we might have life. Because Christ is our savior, we can bow before him, knowing that just as Jesus was wrapped in cloths in a manger, we are wrapped with Christ's righteousness. And nothing, not even our sin, can separate us from his love. This is the good news of Christmas. We have a Savior who has come into our world to redeem men, women, and children. We have a Savior that has satisfied the holy requirements of God. We have a Savior who delights in us and who says to us, Fear not. Confess your sins to me and receive my forgiveness. Receive my power and receive my love. In Romans 8, 1 through 2, Paul writes these amazing verses. There, therefore, is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Therefore, we do not have to shy away from encounters with God. We don't have to hide our face when his light shines into our hearts and exposes darkness. We can confess our sins knowing that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we can rest in knowing that because we are found in Jesus, we're no longer strangers and aliens, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and all of God's household. The psalmist writes in Psalm 27, 1, the Lord's my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? And so I wonder this morning as we enter into Christmas week. Do we know this good news? Not just with our heads, but do we know it in our hearts? Do we believe the truth that this angel proclaimed that Jesus Christ has come? And that though we are sinful. When we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. So no matter what you're struggling with this morning, we have a God who loves us, who forgives us. And we have a God who is powerful enough to transform us. We have a God who went to the cross and died on the cross and was raised from the dead. So that we can stand here this morning and know that though one day we will all face death, we will not feel the sting of that death because Jesus Christ is alive. This is the incredible message that Linus shared with Charlie Brown. This is the incredible message that Luke shares with all of us this morning. And as a result of this truth, our hearts hopefully are moved to worship and we can can join our voice with the angel and say glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those 
whom he is pleased. I hope in the few remaining days before 2020 comes to a close, that every one of us will take a moment to go into a field. Go get alone with God and ask Him to meet you. Ask Him to shine His light into your heart. Ask Him and the Holy Spirit to expose the good things that He's done in 2020 in your heart, but also to expose the sin in our heart that grieves Him. And as we enter that field and as we confess our sins in His presence, I hope that you hear the truth of this passage The truth that God loves you and he forgives you and he's working to transform your hearts and your minds. This is the good news of Christmas. Don't let this pandemic keep us from celebrating this amazing truth. God is alive. God is in control. God is riding the crest of this pandemic and God will end this pandemic in his time. And God loves you and me and he desperately, desperately wants to have a relationship with you. And he wants your heart and my heart to bow before him and to worship him today and for all the days of our lives. Amen.